Thanks for joining me for another Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Really appreciate all of you joining us. Right now, we're going to go talk to a couple of gentlemen that uh, represent the leading premium craft cannabis beverage, beloved and recommended by bartenders and mixologists. They are introducing new all-new hemp, all-natural hemp-based THC elevated seltzers. And the products have a very unique combination of all-natural hemp-based Delta 9 THC, THCV, CBD, CBG, CBN, and a proprietary blend of botanical terpenes. So in some cases, they're being referred to as floral seltzers. And I'm here now with the founders of Maison Bloom, and that is the CEO, Nathan Johnson, and CIO, Jake Wall. Thank you, gentlemen, for being on. Appreciate you taking time out. Hey, thanks for making time for us, for sure. Thank you. And, and listen, it's a mouthful, but yes, we are uh, forging ahead with innovation on our all-natural hemp-based beverages. Uh, it's been a really exciting opportunity to bring these together um, and really push the market forward with something that, that we're excited about because this is, to our knowledge, truly the first designer full-spectrum hemp beverage out there in the world. Let me break down what we have here in terms of the product itself. Uh, the seltzers are 35 calories for serving gluten-free, vegan, distilled from all sundown, sustainably sourced ingredients, including organic, pure organic fruit and herbal extracts, agave and novel hemp-based extracts, extracts and botanical terpenes from Camel, uh, California's Emerald Triangle. Uh, incredible. Now, you want to, you have this here as a craft flower, flower powered alternative to traditional cocktails. Take me behind what really stands out on this product line of seltzers compared to some others in the market. Well, I mean, first of all, I, I think I've got to volley this over to Nathan because it's been a real adventure for us to bring this to market, but specifically be producing as part of the Chill State Collective in Nathan's home state of Minnesota. So Nathan, do you want to share a little bit more about uh, the opportunity in Minnesota and really what brought us together into your home stomping grounds? Sure, absolutely. Um, I really appreciate the question, and and it's a really good way to to start this off is highlighting some of the aspects around the industry and the beverage specific. Um, you know, Minnesota is one of the rare markets in the nation that actually um, really embraces the beverage to the degree that it does. Um, you know, what we've really found in Minnesota, number one, being in the Midwest, is just the friendliness of the partnerships that really go on. You know, people are really excited about hemp beverages, what they're able to produce, and people are looking for innovative ways um, to supplement some of their traditional beverage consumption habits. And, uh, you know, what we've really found in the NA space, specifically hemp-derived, um, is that people are really looking to uh, build on that Cali silver movement, you know, something that really allows them to relax, uh, reduce their anxiety, feel really positive about what they're consuming, really embrace the better for you beverages. And in Minnesota specific and in the Midwest, we've just really found a nice home and a really good starting point for these beverages as we roll out into additional markets. And with Minnesota having such uh, a history, a rich history truly in craft beer, you know, it's created a different type of, of drinking relationship and drinking culture. Uh, with the craft beer movement, you have a real appreciation for that uh, curated flavor first experience, as well as sessionability, two of the things that we really lean into. 
Uh, we take more of a chef or a vintner's approach to how we build our flavors and how we build our recipes for the beverages. These are a family of dry beverages. Um, so they're less sweet. Um, same sort of terminology used to describe beer or wine as an example, if you're catching on. Um, and, and with that, we saw that, hey, here's the thing. We've been breeding cannabis for generations now for great effect, as well as robust flavor profiles and terpene richness. Hemp on the other side, where it's been much more industrial, ha hasn't necessarily been bred for effect in the same manner. And so when we looked at the opportunity, we saw the white space in the market, what we realized is there needs to be a hemp offering that is more truly full spectrum, more inclusive of all of the great elements of flower power and plant magic. And from there, we worked with our friends uh, in, in the grow side of things to isolate a series of key novel cannabinoids because we couldn't get it from one single plant um, and instead build out a designer full spectrum experience akin to what you would normally get from a, a traditional cannabis strain, if you will, where you have all that beautiful whole plant experience of all of that THCV CBN, CBG. Um, by pulling these together as isolates and blending them together, we mimic that experience and, and we continue to lead with that innovation. This is just our first crop out of the gate. This is our first batch, if you will. Um, but it's our mission to actually move hemp forward in the same sort of uh, high integrity breeding of plant genetics so that you'll see hemp be able to offer you that same whole plant full spectrum experience in the very near future. Fantastic. Jake, I want to go and stay focused with you because in a lot of the coverage we're getting out there when it comes to Mason Bloom, you have been uh, profiled quite a few times. Used by Cleo, I'm looking at looking at uh, a cannabis now. Talking about, and we have Pride Month now coming up in a couple of weeks. The fact that, you know, Mason Bloom is a very proud LGBTQIA plus brand. And in particular, make the point about how uh, and it's not the first time I've heard, I've had the distinction where a cannabis beverage company comes out and comes forward and expresses and makes sure that as proof of the front and center that the company is very in that sense really stands out for being a proud representation of brands that are representing the LGBTQIA plus community. Uh, talk to you about now. The other thing too is that you also worked a lot of in brand building and growth marketing, working with a lot of major brands. So it's Ehow, Livestrong, Jake Clothing, How Couture, French Bubbles, Aisha Curry's International Smoke, and the Empire Restaurants of Chef Michael Mina. Uh, talk to me about what is it about what the beverages here? Is there something where I guess from your standpoint that expresses a lot into what goes into the brand that is Maison Bloom? Well, I, I think that's a great question. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot in there. What I would answer to to be very direct is that you know we look at inclusion um, and diversity um, and really um, want to welcome all. We believe in a world of round tables, not board rooms with long tables and figureheads at either end. Um, as part of that, um, you know, my background itself, as you mentioned, is as varied as the alphabet soup of LGBTQIA+, and so many others. Um, and, and similarly, we draw from our vast experiences. We're a little bit of uh, fashion, a little bit of hospitality, a little bit of culinary, 
and bringing all of that together, just like we might be a little bit gay and a little bit lesbian and a little bit everything else that we throw together. Um, but but what happens when you bring that amalgam, when you when you create a, a space and an opportunity, and in our case, a brand um, that's really dedicated to connecting people through the beauty of beverage. Um, Nathan, Tony, and myself have been longtime friends and colleagues. And really, you know, going back now almost 15 years when we were younger um, and probably more vicarious, um, you know, our our social construct as part of, of our relationship is gathering together for happy hour, getting together and having drinks and commiserating. Um, and as we look at that in a, in a greater sense, that's what we do so often, right? Want to catch up over a drink, want to get together and just, you know, share our sorrows, share our successes, right? Um, with pride right around the corner, it's really about celebrating um, those successes, celebrating who we are. And similarly, we wanted to create an opportunity where you've got a true better for you offering that is truly sessionable, right? It's going to give you the buzz, but without the booze. Um, and it's going to be something that you can be proud to put in your hand, right? That doesn't necessarily feel illicit, right? Doesn't feel like you need to hide it away. But instead, you know, just like Pride says, loud and proud, here we are, right? Um, that's kind of the vision of Maison Bloom in the beverage world. And when you create that space where we can connect and we can get together, you know, you get some of the beautiful things that is so intrinsic in the plant itself. Um, you know, I've been a long time cannabis consumer and, and I can say I go back to some days that may, may predate the legal market. And for me, cannabis was always something where, you know, we got, we, we would consume and we would spend time together. We wouldn't consume and pass right out. Um, and Maison Bloom is designed for that social effect, um, really designed to bring us back together, to get us back in a space where we gather, we enjoy, we celebrate. So kind of rounding that out, I can't think of a better way to get ready for pride uh, or to get ready to, to celebrate than with a Maison Bloom in your hand, which is what we're so excited to do, not only here in California, but also with our friends at Chill State Collective in Minnesota. Nathan, I want to pivot to you now, because in your own in your own lane, you've also gone and worked in 20 years of experience across multiple industries, also working with, with Fame Napa Valley Vintners, also working in various products and working and building a market-leading luxury fashion design house and retailer that was featured on Project Runway, featured on Fashion Police from E! Entertainment Television and other areas, but then also in your own way, and this is what points to what Maison Bloom does and what other companies in the same lane go and do, because I think it's important to not just have the traditional what large market ad agency, something out of, you know, uh madison avenue has to have the same kind of message out there a traditional some conventional message that just thinks that will resonate with everybody but it doesn't because then you say yourself that uh you are driven by the simple premise that life cannot be lived to its fullest without vision lifelong learning and facing the challenges of our modern society head on by endeavoring to serve others in new and innovative ways so the idea is that with a with a brand like based on bloom you're changing the script or changing the way it's looked at because that is what needs to be happened. I mean, we need creativity, not just from some traditional routes, but we want to take it from anywhere and everywhere. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's right. You know, and I, and I really appreciate that question because I think sometimes it's, it's overlooked. You know, this is this is a an industry in its infancy, if you will. And, you know, just really building up around Jake said about coming up on Pride Month, the team, how long you've been working together, the, the careers and experience that we have had to date. You know, what we are building at Maison Bloom in addition to our products and ultimately the vision that we are building towards um, you know, we really thrive on organicness and authenticity. And so no matter who we are building with, no matter what we are doing, the team members that come in, the culture that we're building, the partners that come into our ecosystem, all the way down to the ingredients and the form factors and the packaging that we're sourcing, all of those details matter to build the brand in, in terms of this vision that we are we are working towards. And that's what's really important and I think really establishes Maison, Maison Bloom on a different shelf in the uh, in the beverage cooler is because we know who we are. We know what consumer we are building for. And that doesn't mean that we are there for everybody. As you said, you know, we're not trying to be that commodity, but we've what we've learned over our vast experiences between the collective members of this team is what we're really good at, what we're not really good at, but that we can lean on each other. We have that loyalty. We have um, you know, we have that trust, we have that honesty, and we know that there are those that actually really want to dabble in this space. They want to try a THC beverage. They may not know everything about it. They may not even know what it feels like. It could be the first time. It could be, as Jake said, he may or may not have dabbled, you know, previous to the legality of it. But at the end of the day, we allow people to be their authentic selves, to grow organically with the right people for the consumer that has a strong interest in a delicious product with a beautiful brand that says, hey, come over here. You know what? You can trust us. You're you're going to enjoy one of our SKUs. You may not like all of them, but there's going to be something that you really do see yourself consuming. You can see where you're actually enjoying that. And it doesn't have to be something that you're doing in an alleyway. You can have you know, a nice Maison Bloom on a lake while you're fishing in Minnesota. You can have it at a pool uh, in Guerneville up in, up in Northern California. And so what we really tried to do with our vision is say, this is our own two feet. We're not going to do what everybody else in the industry is doing. We like to work with the novel cannabinoids. We like to give you the full spectrum, as Jake has already shared, because it's those details that matter to the consumer. And we thrive on that authentic consumer experience. You know, sometimes the way we say it is that this is a product for the rebellious spirit that refuses to conform. You know, we we really look at life as a vibrant celebration and one that should be done on your own terms. And we hope that we can complement that. You know, our brand is is meant to evoke a sense of audacity and playfulness, um, hopefully inspire that in you, wake it up um, and invite everyone to embrace their inner hedonist and indulge in the finer things in life because fine things are worth it and life is better with friends. 
It's also better with the Maison Bloom in hand. Well, when you look at, I'm always been fascinated with so, uh, there's so many other different craft cannabis products, but the, the beverages here, the, the attention to detail, amazing. So you now have, you're working on uh, cultivating as using specific hemp strains, robust profile of active cannabinoids, and the flavor profiles are, are amazing, very flavorful, strawberry provencal plus lemongrass, watermelon infused with pink peppercorn, peche versus well, along with wild with sunny huckle. And then you have also limited edition for spring and summer line, a lemon, cucumber, and sweet basil flavor to uh, profile. And then on top of that, these are strain specific, whole plant, single barrel. That's a lot of work to put into this. And take me through when, when people get a chance to go and sample the beverages, it really, what are they coming away saying? What are the, what's the response? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and part of what you're uncovering there is our offering on in our dual track, track approach. And so what you just mentioned is our beautiful uh, cannabis-based uh, THC products. And it's been such a pleasure to work with the team at Sonoma Hills Farms to craft the first true strain-specific whole plant single barrel beverage that celebrates the plant um, and really integrates it to awaken those flavors that you mentioned. So whether it's that watermelon or, or that pink peppercorn, blending those with key strains the way we do, working closely with head cultivator Aaron Kiefer, who is formerly of Thomas Keller Group and has taken his same energy and his same monumental approach to creating the edible garden for Thomas Keller's French laundry and applying it to the way that weed is grown. I mean, just, just right there, let's take a step back and think about what that that statement means, right? Like that fine dining and hospitality is informing the way in which we are cultivating and growing our cannabis, right? Um, to create richer and better flavors. And so it's been a real pleasure. Um, and that's the thing. We're a little older these days. We're really looking, if you haven't figured out, for the pleasure seeking in life. And one of the great pleasures as you get older in life is working with truly great people to push the boundaries of what's possible. You know, two years ago, we set out to do this. We explained what we were up to. And, and you know, Nathan was our biggest advocate. And I think he had some interesting conversations with our friends at Vertosa that that originally kind of stalled out, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, it's taken us a, a while to get to the point that we're at today. Uh, you know, the team of Vertosa, as Jake has mentioned, is exceptional. They provide all of our nano emulsions for our beverages on both the cannabis and the hemp side, but they stuck with us over the long haul. We came to them with an idea. Uh, we said we wanted to do this on the single barrel, single strain side of things. and said that technology doesn't exist. There's no way that we can do it. Um, you know, but going back again to that authenticity, finding the right partners that want to be in the mix, they want to be in the trenches, they want, they see the value in delivering that quality product with the highest level of ingredients. Um, and they stuck with us. And a year and a half later, we were able to roll out our cannabis beverages. Um, you asked uh, originally, you know, how how they're being received by the market and and people love them. You know, it, yeah. they are, they are, I think, opening consumers' eyes to what the industry should be and can be. And I think that's a really important distinction for beverage in particular, because, you know, it's a really interesting industry, both the hemp and the cannabis, because you still fight the same stigma of the cannabis culture that historically is ingrained in a lot of us, right? Um, but people always know what to do with the beverage, right? Most consumers that actually did not partake in cannabis historically are still open to consuming that. And that's actually proven um, in numerous polls where over 80% of 
of legal adults in the United States want to see some sort of legality in cannabis above and beyond what it is today. And so starting with beverage, where it's a little bit more approachable, working with the right partners that can deliver those high quality ingredients that make a tasty beverage, uh, you know, really puts a different type of drink in people's hands and enhances their overall experience, whether they're at a, you know, out with their family, whether at, they're at a restaurant and they see a different, you know, NA option for them um, in some of, you know, in some of the specific markets, but it's really led consumers to open their eyes to really take back, I think, and rethink some of the previous assumptions that were made historically. And so the the industry is really starting to take off. Beverage in particular, as people start to realize, wow, look at what's happened to craft beer. Look at what's happened to the wine industry over the last couple of decades. And we've got more and more details that are coming through. People are starting to care so much more about what they are consuming and why they are consuming. Um, and the industry is getting really exciting right now. Um, just because that education is accelerated in this space. We also find that our beverages are multi-generational. And that's probably one of, I think, the more unique things about great beverage is that it's something where, you know, a younger family member, right, um, can pick this up. They can take it home and they can share it with their mom. We had a great run on product for Mother's Day as an example, Right. Um, you know, one of my favorite things in our ecosystems of our consumers that we get to know is we have multiple family situations in which, you know, maybe the the daughter or the son found the product, right? Mm -hmm. Brought it home for Thanksgiving or Christmas or another holiday experience, exposed the parents, the grandparents to it. And now it's become a thing that the entire family is consuming, mm -hmm. um, which is a really interesting thing that although I might feel comfortable doing that with a joint, I don't think everyone else <laughs> does, right? right. <laughs> um, wow. You know, I'd be cool hanging out with, with granny and smoking a joint, but I'm not sure that that's everyone's perfect <laughs> Sunday. Um, wow. And so yeah. it's been really great to see how, how beverage can create some, create an opportunity for consumption because the stigma isn't necessarily around the power of the flower. The stigma is sometimes just around the consumption itself. Yeah. I'll tell you, listeners, you got to look at the website, lovemasonblue.com, love, M-A-I-S-O-N, bloom.com. Look at the packaging. And just honestly, the flavor profiles, strong. And it just it is bold, flavorful to that. When everybody wants to think about any kind of infused beverages, you know, is it going to have any kind of a any kind of a residue, any kind of an aftertaste? I don't see how that happens here. Whatever you're going to get is just a lot of flavor, and it just it sounds it, it it really does create the thirst when you just look at the flavors. You look at what you have there. The bottles look very appealing. It's it's a great look. I mean, everything just stands out, and I just see it's also even a way just like the bottles alone are just kind of like a conversation piece. It just they're almost display pieces. They look so well decorated. So a lot of kudos to what you've done to put this together. And let's go ahead and let people know, first of all, the website again, lovemasonblue.com. And how can people also get their hands on it physically or get a chance to try it out them for themselves? You know, you ask a great question. For those in California, the, the easiest way is that lovemasonbloom.com website, um, as well as checking out local retailers or having de uh, delivery direct to home. That's for our monitored cannabis THC. For those outside of California or those looking for Maison Bloom in, in our all-natural hemp format, 
check out livemaisonbloom.com. That's live, L-I-V-E-M-A-I-S-O-N, bloom.com. Um, and that's available uh, for shipping across 39 states, including the District of Columbia, um, as well as a store locator that can show you where you might be able to find it in your neck of the woods. You got it all covered. That's wonderful. Again, CEO Nathan Johnson, CIO Jake Wall of Mason Bloom. Really take, I really appreciate you taking time out to go and join us on the program. Thanks so much. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Stay tuned. We have more Blunt Business coming up after a short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm joined with the CEO and founder of Mood, David Charles. David, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Mood as a product name to go with THC products. Talk to me about, really, I'm actually kind of curious about the name and what brought that idea on to go ahead and use Mood as a brand name for a THC product. I mean, obviously it sounds yeah. kind of, it actually does sound pretty, it would be almost, I guess, logical or obvious, but talk to me about that. Yeah, of course. So uh, when we started really looking into this space, um, you know, everybody knows about indica and sativa. Um, you know, if you if you grew up smoking weed in the you know anywhere from you know nineteen fifties to probably nineteen nineties, early two thousands, these words get thrown around. But what do they mean? And is that really all there is to it? Um, as a smoker myself, I would I would be often frustrated, feeling like an indica actually doesn't put me to sleep. It, you know, makes me go or a sativa actually makes me feel pretty chill. Um, so, uh, as cannabis has evolved and become uh, more well studied and more well understood over the decades, um, we now understand that THC is really just the engine and terpenes and alternative cannabinoids are really the steering wheel. Um, so our goal at mood was to disambiguate all of this terpene science and all of this cannabinoid science for your average person who does not have uh, the time or interest to, you know, truly understand these, these concepts and make it accessible. Um, so we do our, our premise is that we do, uh, the interpretation or, or as it's called in the industry, interpreting, um, and we provide users with an experience that is, um, selected by mood. So for example, chill mood or erotic mood or social energized, et cetera. Now with that said, let's go and talk about the actual setup of an online dispensary first of its kind and what you're offering is legal tc products tailored to moods delivered nationwide and there's let's go ahead and put into this uh, perspective so you're tailoring products to produce different moods and labels them and labeling them for customers so they know what to expect and there's a number of different moods we have body soother chill creative creative uh energize erotic euphoric focus, evening relaxation, social and versatile. When you were coming up with the certain moves that you wanted to go ahead and create as part of the product line, as part of the profile, talk to me about why those were significant and those are the ones that you wanted to choose from as the full spectrum of different moods. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so if I had my druthers, we'd have 50 different moods. Um, but the first principle of, of mood um, and of the, the entire business is to give people products that really work. Um, so I sat down with a terpene scientist at, at the conception and the kind of the ideation phase of mood. And I said, hey, um, what moods can we plausibly peg to 
a range of flowers. We don't we don't want to sell things that don't work. We don't want to make promises that that we can't keep. Um, and we and we came down and we and we uh, we came down to these moves as as the ones that are plausible. Um, and these are what we feel the most accurate and descriptive representations of uh, the full range of effects that uh, any individual could hope to experience uh, by consuming the cannabis flower. And when you decided to put this together, this was April 2022 that you had a marketing colleague that said, let's do it online. Now, we've seen a lot of stores out there that, well, there's a lot of, for the people that are trying to sell either Delta 8 or Delta 9, or if it's hemp-based, THC and seeing all the different products that are out there. But then for those that don't want to go into a store and they feel like, well, it's almost like the integrity reputation of a product is there. You decided to go online and make it worth available to everyone to go and be able to buy within the 0.3 THC uh, by uh, the product dry weight. So when you decided to go and put this together, what was it about the online dispensary that you thought you could change and build a better mousetrap? Yeah, absolutely. So as you identified, there's there's definitely something nice about going to a brick and mortar dispensary. Um, but there are also a lot of pain points. Um, as you mentioned, there's for a lot of folks, there's a lot of stigma. Um, and then as as I'm sure anybody will tell you, uh, you go into uh, a dispensary and your mileage may vary. Uh, you might encounter somebody who's super knowledgeable and super helpful and nice. Um, and you might in, encounter just a total jerk who's, you know, there to collect an hourly wage and really doesn't care about you as a consumer or what your needs are or really understand cannabis. Um, so we thought, you know what, we can we can make this experience a lot better um, by providing a place where people can consistently get high quality products and high quality education and also make it accessible for all of the folks who um, you know, they, maybe they maybe they live somewhere where uh, recreational cannabis is uh, not something they can access. Uh, maybe their state has a medical program, um, but the medical program um, is extremely limited. Um, or maybe they live in a fully legal state and, you know, they just rather order it like ordering anything else online rather than have to, you know, drive 25 minutes in traffic each way. Now, people go to the website itself, hellomood.co. And they go in there, they're going to see, it looks like everything you would find in a regular dispensary, but it's the possibility to be able to go and buy it online and get it delivered. When it comes to Delta 9 THC gummies, uh, various flowers, including our Afghan hash or strawberry cheesecake or Bubba Kush, smokable flour, vapes, pre-rolls, concentrates, all of that there for you. And you're able to go and do this. Plus you have your own, not even bud tenders, but THC experts, as you say, you have all that there for you. I mean, that's it's fascinating that you're able to go and put this together. Are there any limitations to who can go ahead and go to the website? Anybody from the U.S. that's uh, above age that's able to go ahead and purchase? I mean, is there any limitations at all? Yeah, there are certain states who have uh, kind of gone uh, more strict than the federal government has gone and said, hey, you know what? Delta 8 in our state is not allowed. Uh, for example, Idaho, and there there are a handful of states like that, and there are a number of other states which we would consider battleground states, uh, where essentially you have uh, you know big marijuana uh, trying to push out hemp or hemp derived THC products, probably because they don't like the competition, um, but otherwise, no, we think we're we're a, we're a very compelling option for most people in the country. Now, 
what you also do is that you're working with exclusive growers. Your gummies are processed on a, a, a good manufacturing practices, manufacturing facility. So you take the GMP practices as your standard. And with that said, what can you tell me in terms of what the product, this uh, the THC that you have right now, the quality of, the, of what it has and what you're doing to curate? Yeah, of course. Well, um, <laughs> our the, the folks we work with, um, you know, they love us because, um, you know, we really care about uh, having a really high quality product and, and, you know, we're just, we're nice people to work with. Uh, but sometimes we're a real pain in the butt. Uh, we reject products all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's flour that came in um, too small or too many stems or, or just really aesthetically not super nice, we reject that stuff. Um, same with, same with gummies, you know, if gummies come in a little bit squished or, uh, if the consistency is just not really there, we'll send it back. Um, so (laughs) as I'm sure you can imagine, um, it's a very complex supply chain to manage, uh, when we're talking about all the different categories and all the different SKUs we sell. Um, but we've grown into this product range. We did not start out with this many products. Um, we started with just a handful of products where we said we can absolutely nail the quality and 99 people out of 100 are going to absolutely love this stuff. And we we incrementally grew over the last nine months. So now tell me, now a few other things you have in here, you have infused pre-rolls. Uh, you have definitely have edibles. I saw chocolate chip cookies in there. Uh, what are some of the standout products you have? Oh, and also THC Moon Rocks. That's interesting. Talk oh, to yeah. me about the product line in terms of what's been really standing out and what's been tough to keep supplied. Yeah, of course. Um, so there are always a few strains of flour um, that are just hard to keep in stock. And that's by virtue of us working with small family-run farming operations. Uh, these are not big factories. These are, these are artisanal products and uh, they do come and go. Um, but we've been able to work really closely with uh, with these growers. And a number of our growers have actually expanded uh, into additional rooms and additional facilities by virtue of the volume that we're sending their way. Um, but then aside from, aside from that, um, gummies, gummies have, have been, uh, month over month growing as a, as a popular category for us. And we're really looking to lean into that. Uh, right now we're developing a a number of functional gummies, uh, that we think people are going to absolutely love all of them, uh, imbued with, uh, THC hemp derived THC and featuring a number of other functional ingredients, um, so as to cater to certain moods and use cases and activities. Um, we're also, uh, we're, we're leaning more into edibles as a, as a broader category as well. Uh, we're coming out with freeze pops soon for summer. Um, and we are in early phases of developing a beverage and snacks. Yeah. I see quite a bit of the, the edibles going in here. You know, and maybe I'm just kind of dumb because I haven't been to really any dispensaries. I've just always gone to the storefront that a lot of the products just look like if anybody goes to your website, hello, mood.co, they're going to go to the site. They're going to think, well, this is what I could find at any of the dispensary. It's like, there's nothing that tells me it's like, I can't believe I can go and buy this all online. I mean, when you even position the products, I mean, the flower looks like very high potency. It has the look of it. And I don't know how it's, if it smokes or consumes that way, but talking about, you know, where you said it's again about presentation, that it has to look good. All the stems are taken off and the quality that you need has to be above level. But then you're also able to go ahead and create all these strains. Talking about how you're able to go and do that, because if somebody comes to the site, 
and they don't know they don't realize this is probably either delta eight or delta nine they would think it's just a regular dispensary and they're, they're like i can't believe i found this store and i can't believe i get this delivered to my house yeah yeah of course um so uh new strains that we're, we're always looking to take on new and exciting strains we get pitched uh, pro- probably i don't know 10 or 10 or 20 new strains every month if not if not more um and we have a we have an internal process for it uh, we're always taking on samples uh, we're always testing it out we're gathering feedback we're looking at um you know say say this just happened last month um a grower a grower came to us who had uh, some really beautiful flower that we didn't have in stock um we didn't have anything like it but they just couldn't produce enough consistently um so you know that that conversation is still going and and hopefully that grower is going to uh expand their expand their operation to the point where uh, we actually can provide uh their flower to to all of our customers um but otherwise it's it's really um it's it's really just a function of what what looks great what smokes great what feels great and can they support uh, our demand you've already been able to go reach out to about 150,000 customers so far they've gone to the website and you're looking to expand internationally. So when it comes to this uh, in a few years, what do you see as the possibilities as to who can go ahead and buy from international markets? And then who's going to be able to buy in general? I mean, I guess, is it the sky's the limit when it comes to who can go ahead and be able to buy? Is there any, I mean, that's what's really surprising and, and boggles my mind is how many, how many you're going to do this without, not that not so many limitations out there yeah yeah for sure uh it really depends on um, our lawmakers and uh our democratic processes um most most americans and and i think most europeans uh they want access to safe legal cannabis products um so it's it's really a function of can we can we get the lawmakers to uh to make this happen um we are looking into europe right now um Germany has telegraphed that uh, they are soon to propose a bill which will fully uh, recreationally legalize uh, cannabis next year. Um, and if that is indeed the case and that, that happens, we're absolutely going to enter the German market. Um, right now, I'm actually in Madrid and I'm looking into opportunities in Spain. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a really exciting landscape. And, and we feel that, hey, if we stick to the first principles of offering a really high quality product and making education accessible, there's no stopping us. We can we can conquer the world. I am so jealous that you're in Madrid. Let me first say, say that. But second, I, really, it's I'm just amazed on the accessibility and the and the uh, possibilities that you have. Because everybody goes to the site. I mean, just look at it for yourself. I'm just amazed that you're able to make this possible for so many people out there to go ahead and order a first of its kind online dispensary. Hello, mood.co. Check that out. And again, David Charles, thanks for being on with us. Really appreciate you taking time out. Uh, Amazing work. Thank you so much. and, And thank you for having me. And thank you listeners for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.